1: I'm Patrick Hines and I'm Jillian Pensavale and we are the hosts of a new podcast called True Crime Obsessed. Obsessed. Each week we break down a popular true crime documentary like The Keepers or Mommy Dead and Dearest and we chat about it in a fun and interesting way. We also have a ton of fun and let's be real we edit the hell out of our episodes well Patrick does so Patrick play a clip of us being funny or something and at one point she's like who am I to tell this family that they're not related and I'm like you're the FBI Nancy that's who you are like if anyone has any right to tell these people that I'm so sorry to tell you this but this is a like he's a a mass imposter who's been who's wanted by Interpol and who does this on the regular like you Nancy just tell them Joe Maskell looks like one of the many sketches of the Zodiac Killer,
0: which is totally appropriate. Have
1: we ever seen the two of them in the same room together? (gasps) Did we just solve the Zodiac case? I think we did. We didn't even mean to. Oh, my God. So if you're serious about true crime, but you also love to laugh, give us a try. Find True Crime Obsessed anywhere you get your podcasts.
2: (laughs) Okay. You are listening to Wine and Crime, (sighs) the podcast where three friends... (laughs) Chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesotan accents.
0: You'll be- Remember how confusing it was that one episode where Lucy was just saying it quietly at the same time <laughs> I was as you? so
1: startled. <laughs> it's because, who was it, Matt in our group was like, I can't tell them apart. Yeah, I know,
0: <laughs> now so. I just mouth it along. Uh, oh, no, oh, just say yeah, everything I mean, in listen. Just-
1: They say it along with you and you show me in the intro. I love that. That makes me so happy. I say it along with you in my mind also. And sometimes out loud.
2: Slash I'm (laughs) hyper self-conscious about it now. So I might make one of you start doing it absolutely not that's your thing remember
1: when we were in high school and you confessed that you do not listen to music with your earbuds in in public because you're convinced that you're accidentally singing along and everyone can hear you yes yes like you have no self-control
2: no that i still am like that
0: that's really dumb
2: (laughs) i can't listen to music like even on long flights like i'm about to get on a flight on thursday that's essentially 24 hours straight Mm -hmm. and uh, I mean there's a layover but it's 24 hours of flying and Mm. yeah no I won't be able to listen to music
1: you got a lot of podcasts to listen to though
2: yeah that's right what up good
0: good idea (laughs) just re-listen to all wine and crime episodes from the first one
2: I cannot because (laughs) at the the beginning I definitely was trying to boost our numbers by listening the first three episodes like five times Mm -hmm. each (laughs) i'm done
0: you've done your due diligence you don't ever have to listen to our show again checked
2: out no speaking (laughs) of (laughs) our show let's introduce ourselves before we fucking forget oh yeah (laughs) i'm kenyon i'm lucy
0: and i'm amanda
2: and i'm not hammered from the start this time,
0: unlike last week. I'm kind week, of bummed, though, because that was That awesome. was
2: my favorite part of any episode to <laughs> it's date. It's one of my favorite episodes, for sure. I could barely sit. It was bad. It was
0: bad. Um, I was drunk enough to do a weird British accent for the entirety of my segment
2: last
0: week, so we caught up with you.
2: Oh, oh you listeners, you're so forgiving. Yeah.
0: Your bar is pretty Whatever. low. They're all enablers. They encourage every weird thing that we do.
2: <laughs> um. All right. Should we get going, Amanda? Yeah. What is our yeah. yeah. crime pairing?
0: Well, why don't you tell us the topic first? Oh,
2: we have a topic. <laughs> You've got... Shit, we have a topic. <laughs>
0: Shit. you guys i'm not Wait, prepared why? <laughs> why am i so? i'm like more that? prepared than i've ever been in my
2: life <laughs> i know and i'm just dashing your. you guys ropes. are
0: falling apart
2: <laughs> i will be
1: reading my notes from wikipedia <laughs> perfect verbatim.
0: i love it uh, it's been... this is the first time my notes haven't been verbatim from wikipedia <laughs> i rewrote everything myself nice I was up so early and I had so much coffee, you guys. (laughs) And by up, I mean in my bed, but not willing to do anything outside of my bed. But my computer was within me. And that trip to Ikea probably really jacked you up too, huh? I waited until the last minute and sat in so much traffic and very nearly didn't make it back in time for recording. (laughs) So you're juiced up from the traffic too. It was tense. But I got my bed and I'm making Dan set it up tonight in like... (laughs) The middle of the night while Yay. I'm sleeping.
3: Yay. So it's
1: ready for our new you mattress. We'll still be setting it up <laughs> tomorrow afternoon.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Hashtag propose Dan. Anyway, uh, what's the topic?
2: What a man. Um. Okay, <laughs> we have a topic. Speaking of
1: Amanda's relationship with Dan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the
0: topic yes. this
2: week will be... <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> yes. Oh, Dad has
0: it. For North sure. North Minneapolis. He's my little syndrome. Patty Hearst. His middle name is Patrick. He's like my little Patty Hearst. <laughs> <laughs> we don't live in North Minneapolis. We live in Northeast Minneapolis. Oh, very different. So
1: sorry. I wrong quadrant. Please forgive. Yeah.
0: Northeast
2: Quad. I'm definitely going to call Dan Patty from now on. <laughs> no. Hashtag propose Patty. Propose
0: Patty. <laughs> I think All you right. mean Tanya. <laughs> now I can give you the crime pairing.
2: All right. One crime pairing. Let's do it now that we have a topic. All right, so
0: I chose for this topic... The Spellbound Petite Syrah.
2: Ooh, that's perfect.
0: Right? Nice. I thought the name was spot on. hmm Because, you know, victims of Stockholm Syndrome are spellbound by their captors. Emphasis mm-hmm. on we'll the bound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's talk Petite Syrah. This is a 2014 out of California, and this is a variety of red wine grape that is primarily grown in Australia, California, France, and weirdly Israel. Okay, <laughs> They must have some similarities in at least pockets of their climate.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, Israel is pretty Mediterranean-type climate. Same latitude.
0: That's what I meant. Hot and wet. <laughs> um, it produces tannic wines with a spicy, plummy flavor, and the grape originated as a cross of Syrah pollen germinating a Peloursin plant. I had never heard of it, but I thought, what? maybe someone out there will know what that is. What? Who knows? Probably not. It was just like a weird cross-pollination of this like grape varietal with some random other plant, and it made this weird grape.
2: Pelours means <laughs> um, teddy bear in French.
0: There you go. Maybe it's a teddy bear plant. I
2: don't
0: so those. what's kind of fun about this is that Petit Syrah is generally not liked in the <laughs> wine community. It's <laughs> and shit. it's like it's like the redheaded stepchild of wine. <laughs> um, but it is getting some more and more love nowadays in the modern wine world because we commonly use like blending techniques with other grapes and also aging techniques on different um, you know, in different types of barrels that can kind of round out and alter the flavor a little bit. So, the classic taste of, quote, tooth-staining, tannic Petit Syrah isn't for everyone, but if you appreciate the deep, rich flavors and aromas of blueberry, spice, chocolate, and sometimes even a little cedar or eucalyptus, so it has, like, sort of an earthy, sort of a fruity balance, this could be the perfect varietal for you. Tooth-staining... yeah. These are Those really tannic wines can turn your, your teeth a little You way. just listed every reason I hate red wine, so I would... And every reason I love red wine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be the kind of wine that like an old lady at Olive Garden is going to order. Love it. <laughs> um, also, I just
2: want to interject because we are... Working on doing a crossover episode with um, the gals from and that's why we drink,
0: Christine mm-hmm. and M.
2: We freaking love their podcast, and um, big time. I just feel so bad because the way Christine and and I got connected on Twitter was because she had listened to our cults episode and was like. But I love Chardonnay and I was drinking Chardonnay and now I felt so bad. And now we're shitting on Syrah and that is literally her favorite type of wine. She from Okay, like I'm not shitting to- on it
0: because I no. like it. Okay. Okay. All because right. I'm the old lady at Olive Garden that orders <laughs> petite Syrah. That's me.
2: 50% of my visits to Olive Garden have been with Amanda and her family. Yes. Yeah.
0: That is accurate. And it's (laughs) not because we fucking love Olive Garden. Let me be perfectly clear. It's because Kenyon has been gracious enough to attend, like, Multiple family functions with my one hundred year old grandmother, and it's one of the few places she'll actually eat. It's not our fault.
1: I feel like I also shout go to Olive, Olive Garden
0: after a funeral,
1: and that's happened probably mm-hmm. six times. Mm-hmm. That's what we
0: did after my dad's funeral. I know. Yep. And when we you told to me that, Garden. I was like, mm, Yep, mm-hmm,
2: <laughs> makes sense. Yep.
0: Yep. He would have love hated it. We stole stole a magnum bottle of wine that night from the restaurant. It was like up as a display. And I'm talking a magnum, like those giant (laughs) novelty bottles. And we were wasted and in mourning. So I don't consider this a crime. It was purely (laughs) decorative. We shoved it in my sister's like newborn Baby baby's bag. like car seat carrier thing, and covered it with a blanket. It made one of my cousins carry it out was it, while the other person was carrying the child. Was it one of like <laughs> it was amazing. the big bottles that are like yeah. out in yes, the front, like it's the decorative? A Yes. Yes. Oh, no. It had its own like cut out in the wall in the little <laughs> back area where we were sitting. Oh, and we were like, do you think we could get away with taking that? And all my cousins and Canyon at the table were like, yo, let's do this. And we did. And I Morning. have no idea where it is now. So- I think we left it at the hotel. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, everyone housekeeping. was flying You're welcome. out.
2: Nobody could take that yeah. with them. <laughs> Housekeeping liked it, though, I'm sure. Now, that was now it's tip. just decorative in the lobby of, like, La Quinta.
0: Marriott. Yeah. La Quinta. <laughs> Accurate. So let's crack open this bottle. It's a twist off. We're going to get a crack. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice crack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, there is a scent on this bottle. Oh, my a God. Purple. There's a musk, and it's purple. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Better you Cheers, than me. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. Cheers.
2: All right. Ooh. La, give us our background and psych, which I assume is going to be juicy as hell for ah, Stockholm mm. Syndrome. I forgot. I Much like this wine. Something. Okay.
0: <laughs> Ooh, this wine's good. It's got a little, like, chocolatey toasted marshmallow to it. Oh. <laughs> Mommy fucking likey. <laughs> God damn it, you're so gross. Haters.
2: Haters. Consider that. Consider that. Fucking Sarai haters.
0: (laughs) Mommy fucking (laughs) likey. This is why I'm not a sommelier.
2: We're like, it tastes like
0: marshmallows. Mommy fucking (laughs) likey.
2: We're trying to get, like, wine subscription service sponsors and wine app sponsors.
0: Okay. Mommy fucking likes <laughs> this. I'm bringing wine to the everyman, okay? <laughs> wine is no longer an elitist beverage when it's in my hands. It's just as trashy as Smirnoff Ice when I'm drinking it.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, I just proclaim my dis fucking taste for red wine every episode.
0: I know. <laughs> I've, been, I've been mixing in a lot more whites and rosés and you know it. What? You know oh, it. Yeah. Some. Some.
2: Okay. I'm not <laughs> drinking a rosé okay.
0: right now. Y'all can drink whatever the fuck you want. I don't even care.
2: <laughs> okay. We're I, 30 I minutes in. We need to get
0: going. <laughs> yeah, but we've only been recording for 15. Oh, so it's thank kind God. of perfect. We're right on track.
2: Okay. All right. I got really <laughs> scared.
0: Regardless, we're going to
1: forge ahead. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Okay. So Stockholm Syndrome, which... Okay, a lot, apparently there some people are saying Helsinki syndrome instead of Stockholm syndrome. So if you've heard of well, Helsinki it's like who? It just that every everything I looked up about Stockholm syndrome the first thing it said was not Helsinki syndrome. Like No.
0: I've never heard All that right. before, but if
1: you're using that phrase, fucking stop. It's it. Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> they probably also
0: say blood splatter. Yes, blood yeah. splatter. Ugh. Add it to the list.
1: Well. <laughs> I literally have a list on my phone of things that I hate, so I'm going to add both of
0: those to it. Add Red, Mini Coopers, and Wisconsin to it, too. <laughs>
1: no. And when people say, yes, it is Tom what Tom. it is.
0: Oh, I say that all the time. My, my mom
1: and I have matching notes on our iPhones of things that we hate, especially when people say
2: certain things, like
1: "irregardless."
2: Mm.
0: Oh, I love that. Zach
2: cannot stand it when somebody says, Oh, you haven't tried the? You haven't lived. <laughs> <laughs> I like, say that about <laughs> almost everything. It is his number one, like, freak out, cannot stand it pet peeve. I'm sorry, but Zach strictly
1: speaks in hyperbole. So I call. Yep. <laughs> Not no, I know. not not hypocritical. That's the line.
0: Can we make can we make a giant button for Zach that says, oh you haven't tried or oh you haven't heard wine and crime yet? You haven't lived yes. and make him wear it all the time.
2: It would be like putting one of those cones on a dog. <laughs> his ears are back, his tail's between his legs.
0: Heel! Heel and let me put this button on you. He won't make eye contact with you. Shh! Look at the peanut butter. You want a treat? You want a treat? Sit. My dogs are all responding right now. You should see how Burke is looking at me. Like, really? I'm taking a picture so that everybody can see it. Put it on the drive. Anyway, continue.
1: Okay, I am literally five words into my
0: section, so let's
1: continue. (laughs) So Stockholm Syndrome is also known as capture bonding, and it is a psychological condition that causes hostages to develop an emotional alliance with their captor or captors. Um, It develops in spite of violence, emotional abuse, and intimidation, obviously, Mm -hmm. because you are a fucking captive. And it is... Basically the result of spending large amounts of high emotion and intimate time together. So, this Mm. usually happens when there's face-to-face contact between the captive and the captor.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, not not like if you're just like in a jail cell, you're not going to develop this relationship with the warden.
1: Yeah, like in the movie Old Boy, he would not have developed Mm. a relationship with whoever the person is who's putting gas in his hotel room every day.
0: So mm-hmm. does this also apply to if your captor, say, is masked and like only comes by once or twice to like give you scraps of food, but has a mask on and you don't really have actual face-to-face contact with this person? Um,
2: I'm sure um, it's a, sli- I'm sure
0: it's a scale. Yeah.
2: Like it's a, think about, um, uh, what's that opera?
1: The Phantom of the Opera.
2: I was just
0: going to say, <laughs> phantom of the opera? What's that, op- what's that opera about the phantom? <laughs> <laughs> because Christine for sure had Stockholm Syndrome. Like, Raoul was a yeah. sure thing, and it was hot, and was hung like a Clydesdale. What are you doing?
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> but, he, but the guy wore a mask, and she still totally developed Stockholm Syndrome. I mean, mm. that didn't happen
1: in real life either, so... Might not no, be a good thing. But example. I mean, I
0: think you wouldn't <laughs> develop it if you didn't have a lot of either face-to-face, even if the person is masked, or if they don't, like, interact with you Yeah, very. it's right. more about if interaction. If it's like some guy in a ski mask dropping off scraps two times a day, you're not going to get stalked. It's syndrome. more about yeah. interaction. That's what I meant.
1: And communication than, like, a mm-hmm. literal face-to-face,
2: I think. Right. Okay. Right.
1: Um, it's not we'll... like
2: skin time with a newborn. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Skin-to-skin.
2: Yeah. kangarooing. Mm.
1: Mm. (laughs) Oh, my God. My favorite. Um, Okay, so another characteristic (laughs) of Stockholm Syndrome is not only positive feelings towards your captor, but negative feelings towards authorities and the government and whoever is, like, trying Uh to put a stop to Mm. it. Yeah. Uh And it... Related, it is considered a contested illness because a lot of, like, cops don't believe that this is a legit excuse. Right. So it's... Not 100% proven, I guess, in the psychological community. It's considered contested because, I don't know. But, like,
2: how could it be contested? Because it happens. It occurs. Yeah, I think
0: it's real. Yeah, I really do. And, oh, I, I think and, it's real for sure, but, like.
2: Yeah.
1: It's
0: probably just really hard to prove.
1: It's so irrational to a third party. It is so illogical sure. that right. I think people have a hard time understanding it. Of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was first identified, and I only put this in here so that I could say these words or attempt mm. to say them. They, uh, it was first identified and named by a Swedish criminologist named Niels Bergerot. Bed- and, he, <laughs> <laughs> and he called it... Smooth. <clears throat> normal oh syndrome. <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ That is the most Swedish word I've ever heard in my life
0: <laughs> It's probably like all consonants and one vowel If it's like any other there Swedish de- word I've ever seen There's definitely an
2: umlaut There's an
1: R-G-S-S in a row <laughs> Holy shit How is that a thing? Well it starts with the word normal Which I
0: think is funny mm.
1: mm-hmm. Normal Storgis Syndromet.
0: It, okay, I did look. I glanced at the at your notes, and it looks like normal misogynist laundromat. <laughs> the
2: corner of my Wait, I'm yep. scrolling. Which I'm is scrolling. where I
0: always go to get my items. Nor, <laughs> norm
2: normal storg it. Yeah, you're right.
0: Mm-hmm. Normal yeah. misogynist laundromat. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> nailed
1: it. It's totally that okay (laughs) okay now scroll away from my notes so you can be legitimately surprised by. I'm reopening my
0: my recording now
1: (laughs) okay so it's I just had to look at that word it's not my fault oh yeah there's more Swedish words coming up so don't worry you
0: didn't put it on the drive in a photograph so I had no choice
1: (laughs) 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 I upload a pdf of just that word (laughs) Okay, so it is mainly a survival strategy uh, because of the hostages' belief in the humanity of their captor. And when a victim holds the same values as the aggressor, then the aggressor ceases to be perceived as a threat. So it's a a psychological strategy of putting yourself on the same level or putting your captor on the same level as yourself so that you're less in
0: fear for your life. That's really interesting because that is... That's also a survival technique for the victim. In a lot of cases, they will try to, like, humanize and connect themselves with their attacker mm-hmm. so that their attacker, like, you know, doesn't hurt them. Uh, so I wonder if that's I, related in any way. Basically, Like, it's a well, reverse version of that. I mean, it's basically
1: mm-hmm. what we're talking about. But um, just a little side note, there is sort of the opposite syndrome called the Lima Syndrome. Okay. Um, which happens to be one of my many nicknames. Not the syndrome yep. part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, it's when captors develop feelings for their captives, especially when there are multiple captors. So this name okay. came from um, in Lima, Peru, in 1996. The Japanese mm-hmm. embassy was stormed by a bunch of like militants. They're doing I don't know. I didn't care to to search for the details but um yeah -hmm. they took hundreds of people captive and because there were so many militants actually doing the capting (laughs) most they like disagreed with each other and they kind of fought amongst themselves and most of the captives were released within a few hours it just doesn't because they felt sorry for all like the reasoning Mm -hmm. was that they felt sorry for all these hundreds of people Okay. Interesting. So that okay. is Lima syndrome. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So there is a psychologist whose last name is Strenz. Again, didn't have time to research yeah. his or her first name. That's um, fine. It doesn't matter. Says that the victim's need to survive is stronger than his impulse to hate the person who has created the dilemma. And that a Mm -hmm. positive emotional bond between captor and captive is a, quote, defense mechanism of the ego under stress. Mm
3: -hmm. So Mm -hmm. these
1: sentiment, these sentimental feelings are not strictly for show, however, since captives often fear that their affection will be perceived as fake, they eventually begin Mm. to believe themselves that their positive sentiments are genuine. So oh. you're uh, maybe at first you're just trying to be nice to the person who's holding you because maybe they'll let yeah. you go. But after time, like in order to make these feelings and behaviors more genuine, you start to believe it yourself.
0: Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the that human makes brain perfect is pretty sense. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super fascinating. All of this is wrapped in like it trying to protect itself for various reasons too. Mm-hmm. So you're more susceptible to. Just like even the suggestion of a connection. It's so mm-hmm, weird.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't, you physically cannot live in that heightened fear for a prolonged wow. period of time. And so your brain creates a new reality to cope. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's exactly what. Yeah. Um, so there are four
1: key components that sort of define Stockholm syndrome. Um, and this is kind of how like the FBI can sort of profile what happened. So, Mm -hmm. of course, the hostage develops... The hostage's development of positive feelings towards the captor. That's what we've covered so far. If And then if there was no previous relationship between the hostage and the captor, they don't know each other. They only know Mm -hmm. each other in this context. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, When the hostage refuses to work with authorities after the release, which is... Yeah. Another it happens more often than you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then, again, we kind of already covered this, the hostages' belief in the humanity of the captor. So not only do, are they, like, nice to them, they have positive feelings, but they, like, truly put themselves on the same level or put the captor on the right. same level as them. They really, really right. believe that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's crazy. So about 8% of captives develop Stockholm Syndrome. So this is not super
2: common. Wow. But it's um, also not that uncommon. That's higher than mm-hmm. I thought. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll
1: get down to what types of uh, mm-hmm. occasions, because there are a lot of there are a lot of scenarios that could that this could arise from. So right. when you take when you consider all of those, then I guess eight percent sounds more reasonable. But um, it is also believed that women are especially subject to Stockholm syndrome.
2: Yeah, okay. because that's our fucking life in patriarchal society is literally Stockholm syndrome. Our oh. brains
0: just like freaking out to compensate yeah. for how garbage it is.
3: Are you
1: ready?
2: Are you ready for
1: this feminist rant to explode?
2: Yes. Oh
0: god. Always. Okay. Always. always. Here we go.
1: Why? Um me too. <laughs> so before I get to that, responses similar to those in human captives have been detected in some reptiles and mammals, particularly primates. Oh God. And <laughs> okay. so it gets it kind of wraps into psychological ideas like uh dominance hierarchies and submission strategies, blah blah blah. So it really links to other animals, it links to other areas of psychology. It's all, I mean, everything is a fucking spectrum. But um Yeah. Right. Um okay, so basically you can develop Stockholm syndrome as a result of an oppressive relationship of almost any kind. Yeah. So other situations that can have similar results are human trafficking, domestic mm-hmm. abuse, child abuse, incest. Mm-hmm. Uh, prisoners Ugh. of war, cult members, duh, yep. concentration camp prisoners, um, slaves, prostitutes, and victims of political terrorism, and then also not quite on the same level, because I don't want to piss anyone off, but, but sort of psychologically speaking, it's, a, it's similar to military training, um, mm. fraternity hazing, and then, mm-hmm. like, sexual kinks like sadism, masochism, and bondage and discipline.
2: So, Gone awry. Just on that last... Yeah.
1: I mean, f- to uh, to get pleasure or some kind of satisfaction out of this dominating relationship, then it, it is sort of linked. I mean, it's a direction that the brain goes for one reason or another. Okay, this is the part that's <laughs> going to... Um, uh, irritate your feminist sensibilities.
0: <laughs> oh, great. Can't wait. Oh, okay. So, there's a phrase
1: called reproductive conflict that was a first for me. Never heard that before. Okay. So What? One of the, quote, adaptive problems faced by our hunter-gatherer ancestors, particularly females, was being abducted by another band. Yeah. So, Life in the, what is called, human environment of evolutionary adaptiveness, thought to be similar to that of the few remaining hunter-gatherer societies, basically, Mm -hmm. women were fucking abducted by other tribes for various reasons, and they Mm -hmm. just had no agency, just like, whatever, you just had to go with it. Yeah. Okay. So, deadly violence is also regularly activated in competition over women. Huh. Weird. Never oh heard God. that before. Jesus so, Christ! Abduction Jesus. of women, rape—they uh, were widespread, direct causes of the repro- of reproductive conflict. Like obviously back before civilization as we know it. Again, the hunter gatherer societies.
2: Are you saying reproductive conflict is in the reason men were? pillaging other places was to gain the reproductive labor of the women Uh, that that's what you're saying i mean basically if you're a if you're
1: a hunter-gatherer society what commodities do you have besides right you're working on like an
0: animalistic instinct to reproduce yeah they're not taking cash right right I was just. This is back when cavemen had barbed penises like ducks, so that the women (laughs) women couldn't run away. Cats have barbed penises. Can't forget that. It's
1: the one. Another
0: reason why I'm a dog person. One thing I don't like about cats. (laughs) It's really rapey.
1: Mm -hmm. okay um so being captured a woman being captured and having her children killed was fairly common and if women resisted then they ran a very real risk of being killed themselves so Mm -hmm. so wait
0: they would capture women and kill their children Yeah, yeah because they belonged to the other
2: the the it had a patrilineal idea of you know identity and yeah and so they
0: capture them and only want their bloodline to yes, succeed so exactly. they kill the children she previously exactly had. yes yep hey makes sense i'm on board makes perfect Let's keep sense going. <laughs> totally acceptable god yep. fucking damn it so yeah.
1: per, so researchers have estimated that perhaps as high as one in ten females were abducted and incorporated into the tribe that captured them and i also read another stat that in these tribes at least one matriarch in the previous three generations were from another tribe.
2: Mm. And you know what? That, I feel like, I mean, I don't know about the actual numbers, but this whole idea of abduction for women and reproduction continues to this day. I mean, there are yep. certain absolutely. countries and cultures where this absolutely still goes on.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And yeah. even if and just the
0: idea that a woman who has been married and maybe has had children or has just had sex before she's with her, you know, partner for life is somehow mm-hmm. tainted. Right. Mm-hmm. All of these or ideas are still unworthy. lasting, Even
1: if it's not another like, oh, you know, Shakopee is going to come up to Chanhassen and mm-hmm. steal all the women,
0: rape and pillage. This is awkward
2: like- because those are both Native American names that we took. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> right. They are towns in Minnesota and that's what she means. She doesn't yeah. mean native tribes. God damn it. Minneapolis is going to come up to St. Paul. It's the same. thing. I mean, read it how you will.
1: It's all the Every same thing. Every town in
0: Minnesota. <laughs> it's the same
1: fucking thing. So even if it's not happening literally, there are still ideas and concepts that are very much prevail today. Fucking patriarchy.
2: Yeah. hmm and I'm not going to even get into the new research that shows, oh, slash I am, I'm going to get into it. I'm getting here, into I go, it right here, here I say, go, here I'm I'm I go. I'm not even going
0: to get into it while I currently get into it, but anyway.
2: <laughs> there's uh, there's <laughs> new research that suggests that the reason women, I am three glasses in, that <laughs> the <too>. reason women <laughs> have multiple orgasms is because and the reason men fall asleep after orgasm is <laughs> because then the woman was already primed, the pump was already primed, to quote our Ooh. president, for oh, other partners. That. And her yeah. and the first lover had passed out, and so he couldn't fight off the other lovers. And so it is believed that women were actually developed to be more promiscuous than men.
0: Well, whatever reason behind how I can have multiple orgasms, I don't care. Just thank you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to question science.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have also heard that the reason the penis is shaped the way that it is, is like, you know, the head, is so that after the man ejaculates inside, then the head of the penis can kind of scoop out any other man's ejaculate that could have been in there still.
0: Yes. And while also holding in his own because it's pointed in that way. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. We've gotten really far off Stockholm syndrome. Dicks are
0: fucking gross. (laughs) (laughs) I hate them. Kristen Stewart. I mean, I love them, let's be real, but. Yes, seriously. Seriously. (laughs) Kristen Stewart.
1: I think balls are worse than penises, though, right? Oh, they're yeah. the worst. Oh, those down. wrinkly
0: sacks of hands garbage. That's that have stray hairs on them. <laughs> just not just looks even. like gum that you found on the ground covered in, like, dogwood.
1: They're, like, too squishy.
0: Like, I what? hate it. How do you function? <laughs> okay, the skin let's is, move on. The skin
2: is too thin, and there are those bumps I can't.
0: I mean, I will, I will suck on them when asked politely, but I don't like it.
2: When provided KFC afterwards.
0: If you're gonna take me out for a nice bucket of chicken, then absolutely I'll go.
2: Or when suffering from Stockholm syndrome. Back that to too. topic. Mm. A.K.A.
0: KFC
1: syndrome. No, the Colonel syndrome.
0: That's just Pavlovian. If you just wave a bucket of KFC in front of me, I'll just start looking for your balls.
1: Just start sucking on the nearest balls.
0: You guys,
1: oh my god, stop. Okay. <laughs> I really hope my dad's not Woo! listening. Okay. Hi, Mr. F. OMG. Oh, yeah. Please forgive me. Okay. So, you might be asking yourselves, why do they call it Stockholm Syndrome, except for the fact that a Swedish guy named it. Okay. That Mm -hmm. aside. (laughs) In August of 1973, a gentleman named Jan-Erik Olsen, Olsen with two S's, because
0: he's Swedish.
1: Of course. Oh, Jan. Yeah, it's probably Mm Jan-Erik. I like Jan better. <laughs> Jan Eric Olsen
0: <laughs> Generic Olsen Generic! Oh my god His name You're welcome. is
1: Generic mm-hmm. Generic Olsen You're so took four employees hostage during a failed robbery attempt at Kreditbanken, one of the largest <laughs> banks in Stockholm <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think bad
2: I Swedish it. accents is our new thing credit buggen. <laughs> yeah, you guys, I can say one sentence in Swedish. Say it, say it, say it, say it. Jag pratar chi var inte svenska.
0: What the fuck does that means, mean? Please it means
2: let me go. I don't speak <laughs> Swedish. <laughs> Basically, it means, unfortunately, I don't speak Swedish. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was a total guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I learned Ooh. in two months. That's I know, amazing. I know two
1: sentences in German. One mm-hmm. of them is, ich heiße dich, which means I am fat. <laughs> At least I think so. And the other one is, ich habe eine Klaubfuß, which means I have I told a club you that. foot.
2: I have, a, ich habe eine Klaubfuß. I told you that one.
0: I have a club foot. No,
1: the yeah. German boy in our sailing class taught us both that at the same time. Oh, okay, okay. Ich habe eine Klaubfuß, and it's Fuß <laughs> because of Fußball.
2: Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, okay.
1: Dumb. Creditbanken, one of the largest banks in Stockholm. <laughs> he negotiated the, the release of fellow prisoner Clark Olofsson, who joined mm-hmm. him at the bank, holding these hostages. Um, mm-hmm. So again, four hostages. I believe three of which were women, one of which was mm-hmm. a man, which ti- kind of ties back to women being more susceptible to Stockholm syndrome and patriarchy, mm. blah blah blah. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so the hostages were held for six days. They were held in a bank vault. They were tortured with nooses and explosives. Not cool. Oh, wow. Don't know the deets on that either, but... Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't sound good. Mm. But upon, upon release... <laughs> At all. Upon release, <laughs> none of the hostages would testify against their captors, and instead they raised money for their defense. A yeah. what? Yeah. Isn't that cray? <laughs> and wow. I really hope that this is a movie somewhere because it sounds fucking insane. Why isn't this a
0: movie if it is not yeah. a movie? Yeah. I'd watch it. Lifetime, I know you're listening. Lifetime.
2: It's a screenplay.
0: Me permite usar el historial para un... <laughs> Oh and, the, and the
1: title needs to have like like
0: i'm so nine bad consonants Spanish. in a row minimal i'm so drunk already <laughs>
2: Alright, we gotta get going. It okay, no, this topic
0: is the best. I want this episode to be four hours long. I'm just gonna it will be.
1: I'm gonna briefly touch on Patty Hearst because this is All like right. when Stockholm Syndrome sort of like hit the mainstream, at least American a, media.
0: A tiled photograph of Patty Hearst was my MySpace background for years. I remember that so vividly. The orange one.
1: Yep. And it is, oh, that yes. photo is on the drive, soon <gasps> to be on the blog, so you can start oh up your God. MySpace again. Oh, That's what you. that is? That's Patty yes. Hearst holding
2: a fucking automatic weapon. That was my weapon, MySpace background photo. I remember that being your MySpace photo, and I yeah. never I never questioned it. I just
0: uh, it's I fucking it's a love self-portrait. That You all need to also, after this episode, watch the YouTube video, Sassy Gay Man. Or sassy gay friend Mm -hmm. (laughs) and watch the Romeo and Juliet episode. There's a Patty Hearst reference that will make you shit your pants now that you know what all of this means. Oh my God. All right. So do it.
1: Um, Just for the record, my MySpace background was a tiled photo of T.I. Before I knew who the fuck T.I. was, I just thought he was so handsome.
0: Okay, still what? like TI. That shows our wide array of interests. <laughs> circa MySpace. I don't
1: remember. Patty Hearst,
0: TI.
1: Okay, so yours briefly was like touching a sailboat on a Hurst. picture of
0: Lake Minnetonka.
1: So, <laughs> as we recall, the uh, Credit Banken incident took place in August 1973, <laughs> and <laughs> so <laughs> that was sort of. How that Swedish psychologist kind of named the whole thing. So, the Patty sure. Hearst incident took place, started in February 1974. So, this was mm-hmm. before Stockholm Syndrome was like commonly recognized, was even really named fully. So, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. She was the daughter, granddaughter. Eat one of those Daughter, of I William Randolph Hearst, who had the big newspaper, f- you know, fortune in California.
2: So, mm-hmm. in wasn't 19- he
0: also a politician or something, too? I don't give a shit. Just a
2: rich guy. Just a super, super rich guy. Rich he guy. He was in involved publishing. in his
0: community. So, in
1: 1974, she was in her apartment with her boyfriend when a group of uh, quote unquote urban gorillas. Mm -hmm. Um, stormed the apartment. There were men and women in these people who stormed the apartment. They beat up the boyfriend. They took Patty, and they put her in the trunk of their car, and they drove away. Mm -hmm. And this group was called the Symbionese Liberation Army, a.k.a. S.L.A. And their goal was to incite a revolt against um, the U.S. government and the, quote, capitalist state.
0: So, Mm -hmm. you know, your
1: typical mid-'70s revolt. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Cause
1: at this point, so they were not harmless though. They were basically domestic terrorists. They had already killed yeah. someone and injured another person with cyanide tipped bullets in Oakland. Holy shit! What? So they oh, were a bullet overkill. Wasn't enough. They were yeah, li- yeah,
2: literally overkill.
1: Yeah, they were violent. Yeah. They were trying to start shit up. Like that was their mm-hmm. goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, So I like two months later, Patty was recorded denouncing her family and saying that her new name was Tanya.
0: Bad bad choice. Harding, and she went into figure skating, and the rest is history. (laughs) Half step up from Patty, if you ask. She beat someone with a crowbar.
1: (laughs) Yes, she is Tanya Harding. There were a lot of issues
0: after her capture. Oh my
1: god. They don't not look similar, I think.
0: They really don't not look similar.
1: (laughs) Love a double negative. I hate it. Um, So the FBI. So since she was such a wealthy, like high-profile civilian who was taken by this group of guerrillas, the FBI was like on their case. Yeah. And um, she was caught on security camera robbing several banks and like holding the gun. And that photo that Amanda had on her MySpace. Mm-hmm. Like, she looks good with, like, a submachine gun, I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um, girl yeah.
0: is hot.
2: And she's got a little <laughs> yes. beret. Like, she looks badass. And I hate guns. And yeah. she looks badass. She looks like a badass.
0: But my entire look is, like, a patty Hearst. <laughs> That's what I'm going for at all times. Amanda's general
1: fashion is modeled after patty Hearst. Oh, mm-hmm. God. She's kind um, of like a Rizzo. hmm She is a Rizzo. Mm-hmm. Into it, mm-hmm. so um, there was like sex involved with her captors, but every all parties maintained that it wasn't that it was consensual, and mm-hmm. um, I don't really know how much like violence was used against her at least at the outset. Because by the time the FBI captured her, she was all about the SLA. Like she wouldn't. There was also a huge
0: anyone. reward for the 70s. It was like over $60,000. It was a huge mm-hmm.
1: reward, but it took the FBI so long to get them because they had such a network of people who believed in like kind of the for same sure. direction they were going in cuz the SLA was made up of like men and women, black people and white people, poor people mm-hmm. and rich mm-hmm. people. Like it was a whole mm-hmm. like it felt like
0: the people's cause. But mm-hmm. I think in regards to the few folks part of that organization who captured her, that's part of the reason why they didn't harm her because they were inevitably trying to retrieve that reward it was like a ransom thing too yeah because she Mm -hmm. was just so fucking rich Mm -hmm.
3: and
1: the reason why they targeted her was for the same reason they wanted her to be the poster child for their for their spiel so well
0: and they knew it would be all over the media because her family was so well known exactly
1: yep so she was captured eventually and um she her sentence was reduced from what it definitely could have been to seven years, basically just because she was rich. So she served her time. Now she's out. She's like living in society. Mm-hmm. I think she's still alive.
0: And I she so renounced.
2: Too. She renounced everything after she had been rescued, quote unquote. Right.
0: She did, and I think she actually testified against them in court eventually too. Yeah. yeah. And she, like it took uh,
2: it. It like it like took a little bit of time. Yep. But then, yeah, she eventually was like, yeah, they had me under their spell.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. This was right around the time when I was called into a very long meeting at work, so I didn't actually end the story for Patty Hearst. Well, don't worry. worry, That's perfect. We got you. You got me. But I did talk to my boss, who was, he said he was 14 years old when this happened, And I asked him about like what the general public thought about this big sensational news story, and he said Mm -hmm. everyone just assumed that she flipped a switch and went fucking nuts because they didn't understand the whole concept of Stockholm syndrome. It was not a thing.
0: People just thought
1: she was crazy. It was like, whoa, that's really weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What are the chances? Yeah. Oh. Exactly. So. Mm -hmm. I love you now. (sighs) Anyway, that's that does it for background and
0: psych and Patty Hearst. Well I done.
2: I love it. Thanks. Very nice. Thanks. Nice but done. Thanks. I All love right.
0: this episode, and by the time it gets to me, I won't remember what we were talking about. I
1: yeah. can't wait for yours, because judging from your very exclamatic text messages earlier, oh. <laughs>
0: it's going to be good. I know. I
2: Yeah, Amanda sent out. So what we typically do is we just tell each other, like, the name or, or just, you know, right. brief identifying yeah. information of Make the case. Make sure are you covering so so-and-so? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Amanda said the name of her case and I know what it is and I'm so Mm -hmm. freaking terrified of it. So I'm a little bit nervous. So you better
1: hurry up with your case so we can get to the good one. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: I also stumbled upon Kenyon's case when I was looking for a case and it's also cray. So I'm like, So excited. I'm so Twitter-pated for this entire thing.
1: Twitter-pated.
0: And I'm a monster, so continue and bring me great joy.
2: (laughs) Okay, so uh, I chose my case because it was one of the only ones that I hadn't previously heard of. Because a lot of these, like, a long-term abduction turned into Stockholm Syndrome cases are pretty famous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. So I, I tried really hard to find one that I had never heard of. It's still pretty famous, I think. Um but I also chose it because the survivor uh has like written and spoken. She's like been interviewed a lot about her experience. And so it's she's there are a lot of quotes about her like feelings about her abduction and abductor. Okay. So I thought it would shed some more light on uh Stockholm syndrome. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. So I chose the case of Natasha Kampush. Mm. Crumpus. Com- Krump- Kr- Crumpus. Crumpus. Natasha <laughs> Crumpus.
0: <laughs> we are so respectful of the victim in this story. Is she related she to the clauses of well, Android? She
2: survived. Natasha oh, yeah, Compost. compost. <laughs> oh, Natasha she K. <laughs> she's a beautiful, strong, strong willed woman. All right. Anyway from vienna austria oh um okay i like their sausages
1: sausages. (laughs) i was just
0: gonna say that i know
1: you are i felt it
0: oh my god i like them so so much i work here now (laughs) 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 i love st paul pork products Mmm. <laughs> Lucy, that is
2: hands down, not only your best impression, but the best impression <laughs> of all time. Uh, also uh,
0: Kenyon has only gotten one sentence into her yeah. story. Now she knows
2: how I felt.
0: Sorry. <laughs> okay, I okay. Continue. All right.
2: Oh continue. Continue. Um, <laughs> time of her abduction, 10-year-old <laughs> Natasha's parents, Brigitte and Ludwig. Ooh. They are Eugene from Austria. Nielsen and
0: Ludwig von Beethoven. On <laughs> <I'm> trap.
2: Were, <laughs> were um, already separated, and then they would go on to divorce uh, later after her kidnapping. So they were already separated. Wall, They're already wall. living apart. Um, on March 2nd, 1998, 10-year-old Natasha was walking to school, and she was grabbed off the sidewalk by a man driving a minibus. The
0: Okay. Was it like a Mini Cooper? Probably. Like a... Sh- uh, it's probably red. <laughs>
2: I, think it's, I think it's the, like, more sophisticated European version of a
0: van. Of the short, br- of the uh, short bus. Of the short bus. Is it like, like a, a, a Volkswagen van. bus?
2: I don't know. A fucking minibus, guys. All okay. right. So.
1: <laughs> Not to be confused tw- <laughs> with a short bus.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, um, a 12-year-old witness at the time, so I assume another kid walking to school, said that they saw two men grab Natasha, but she only recollects uh, one person ever being involved in her abduction. Um Okay. Okay, so the day before her disappearance, Natasha had just returned home to her mother's house uh, from a trip to Hungary with her father. Okay. Um, and she actually still had her passport on her, I'm assuming in her backpack, although like, what fucking parent allows their kid to carry their own passport? Yeah. hmm Like, mm. like I don't let Zach carry his own passport. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> She's, fair. what, 10? Yeah.
1: I don't know. They're European. They like to teach responsibility a lot sooner
2: than Americans. That's true. That's true. That's (laughs) true. Okay, so she just happened to still have her passport, like, in her backpack. They found out later after she had disappeared. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that kind of complicated the the search and the investigation because for a while people were insinuating that her father had taken her and it was like a parent abduction because the parents were going to get divorced, right? Uh-huh. But then eventually that was ruled out because I'm sure they, like, tailed him and questioned him and and realized that he had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, okay, so it turns out the abductor was a man named Wolfgang Pricklopil. Prick? Pricklopil. What? Prick. Prick. Wolfgang Kerfuffle? <laughs> Prick. Pricklapil, and I literally Prick-la-pil. just abbreviated it to prick for the rest Perfect. of the, the rest I approve. Of the yeah. Perfect. Je
0: approve. <laughs> je je, je m'appelle prick. Je
2: <laughs> apprové.
1: Oh i
2: <my> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh. oh my god, okay. So prick was a 36-year-old <laughs> <Prick>. commu- <laughs> <laughs> communications <laughs> technician his father had been a cognac salesman, and his mother,
0: Waltraud,
2: was what?
0: a shoe saleswoman. <laughs> <laughs> and their parents were sorcerers <laughs> in the jungle. If by shoe saleswoman,
1: you mean sorceress in the night,
2: Klub. <laughs> foos sage woman woman We're dumb. So, I'm so okay. sweaty, you guys. I'm so sweaty. <laughs> okay, so Always. This is so sad this case and now I'm nervous laughing. So oh for, God. For I'm eight actually years, laughing. <laughs> for, <laughs> For eight years between the ages of ten and eighteen. So she was abducted at ten. And she's with him for Formative eight years.
0: Years. Yeah. Ugh.
2: Some seriously fucking important years. Natasha was held captive in a small cellar slash basement under Prick's garage. Ugh. Ugh. The door to the room was concrete, reinforced with steel,
0: and oh, hidden by a cupboard. Okay.
2: There are different reports about whether or not the room was soundproofed, but either way, it was effectively soundproofed enough. Yeah, I mean, because...
0: concrete, poured concrete is pretty soundproof. Right,
1: yeah. I would like to think that any contractor who was hired to build some bullshit like this would be like, hmm, I'm going to call the cops instead.
0: He probably well, built it himself. So Maybe, actually, but
1: like, in general, that- generally speaking.
2: Okay, so remember, this is Austria. Okay. Oh, well, the rules um, don't apply. <laughs> well, no. I, no. I <laughs> meant because, okay, so it, it had been a bomb shelter,
0: basement. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe yeah. if we shut up for five seconds and let her tell her story, <laughs> not, we might no deal. get this information. No deal. No not deal. No I to. I've
1: Mm-mm. had so much wine <laughs> that's not on the table.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so we don't know if it was officially soundproofed, but Natasha tried to make sound to alert neighbors. She would try throwing things at the walls, and no one ever heard her, okay? Mm -hmm. So the room itself was 54 square feet, which is five square meters, and I used to live in an apartment that was 12 square meters, and that shit is... Tiny. It's really small. Yeah. A meter yeah. is like
1: it, less than like three feet. That's like a bedroom. Feet. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. Five square meters. It that's was That's about half small. of the room that I'm in right now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so for the first six months, Natasha was not allowed to leave this space at all. Okay? So he's kind of like psychologically breaking her down, especially, I feel like, in the first... Six months. Did, right. Does
1: he? Did he live in like a like a standard like neighborhood with neighbors nearby and all that?
2: Yeah, it looked like a pretty nice neighborhood, actually. It's Bear Path in Minnesota. It, it's Bearpath. Well, not, not that. <laughs> Another nice. Another community. community. He didn't live next yeah. to Tony Braxton. That is where she lives.
0: Tony, Tony Braxton. Also, Cisco Tony Braxton. of the Thong Song.
2: Shut Cisco up. lives uh, in Bear Path. Why does Cisco live in Minnesota?
0: I don't fucking know. Because it's glorious.
1: Does he still have silver
2: hair?
0: Oh, no. I don't think so.
2: Oh. All right. Okay. A lot of kids. So it's like a nice looking house. Okay? It's not like, you know that fucker in Ohio that kept the three women? Yes. And he had that like shitty. It's not like that. It's a much nicer house. Okay? Oh. So his house probably didn't smell like urine. Probably Which was not. my first thought upon seeing the house
1: where those three girls were yeah. kept.
0: Yeah. Was it like, wasn't oh. the long pig farm. <laughs> it was
2: not the pig farm. So she's not allowed to leave the room for six months. Then she, over time, she's allowed more and more quote unquote privileges to like, mm-hmm. enter other areas of the house.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but then she would continue to be uh, d- confined to the basement at night wh- and while uh, Prick was at work. Okay? Mm-hmm. And he had like a pretty good job. He's a monster. Um, Yeah. He's disgusting. Yeah,
0: he was just doing this for shits and giggles for like his own morbid gain. Was he raping
2: her? Beating her? Oh, yes. We will get into that momentarily. Okay. So, uh, remember, he captured her when she was 10. Ick. Okay. Okay. So he starved her really severely, like the entire time that she was there. So for eight years. So oh, poor baby. When she was captured at age ten, she weighed ninety nine pounds or forty five oh. kilos. Okay, so no, 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 that's when she was ten. That's when she was abducted.
0: Okay. When, oh, oh, when oh, oh she I'm was. drunk. I'm sorry. So that's pretty normal. Never. Oh mind. yeah,
2: yeah. So she weighed ninety nine pounds. Okay, when she was abducted at age ten. When she escaped at age 18, she weighed just seven pounds
0: more. Shut <gasps> up. <sighs> yeah. Probably only from the natural process of her growing did she, she gained, gain that weight.
2: She gained less than a pound a year. That is fucked. Ew. Yeah. Oh Which is God. like much my ideal of what I wish I gained a year. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> well, no. That. Applied to like
1: 25 through 30. <laughs> like, mm. Yes. Yeah. Not during yeah. like your pubescent growth, growth. when Literal your body growth. grows.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 What the yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So she weighed 106 pounds at age 18.
0: That's horrific. That is yeah. really. Yeah. She's a skeleton.
2: Yeah. She also had only grown in height about five or six inches during those eight years.
1: Oh, my God. So she was just a tiny, tiny person.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so Prick also regularly and severely beat Natasha, um, like, very, very often. So not just for, not just to reprimand her or punish right. her for infractions, even though that would be horrific on its own, but. He got off on it. Yeah. He just did it. He just just beat her for fun. Ick. And raped her constantly. Okay. Oh Jesus, fuck. So um, Natasha has described her room as um, feeling feeling like a chicken in a hen house. She refers Mm -hmm. to it as her dungeon, Um, and she calls it a place to despair. Oh. Because he'd just
1: come in at, at any time and do whatever he wanted. Like. Well, he, ha- he held down
2: a regular nine-to-five job, but other than that, yeah.
0: But also her physical room is, the conditions are garbage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what was her room, le-
2: well, just of cement? Well, you can look. There are pictures on the drive if you want to take a look now. And the, these pictures oh, will be on the blog. So there's like a staircase going down. And you see like some clothes oh, wow. hanging up. And like yeah. it's, it's like pretty messy. There's like a desk with a bunch of shit on it.
0: Yeah, and it looks like storage.
1: Those double mm-hmm. doors are so thick.
0: That mm-hmm. alone
1: is terrifying. Mm-hmm.
2: Ew! Yeah. This
0: guy with the weird lips.
2: Yeah, he's terrifying looking.
0: Ugh. Ick. Mm-hmm. He looks like a human anus. He does look <laughs> like an actual butthole. He looks like an inflamed pink anus. That is with so With eye- one eyebrow. I you fucking guys, hate him.
2: You guys, even if even if you're one of those people that like doesn't have time to check out the blog, like check out the blog Go. just to see how accurate that description of this man face is. Face
0: Magoo. <laughs> That's just my captor. <laughs> a butthole. I mean, no wonder he had to fucking capture some mm-hmm. beautiful woman to look at him because he's disgusting. I'd be
1: fla- if I were looking at this on my work computer, it would be flagged. That's how much if he looks like a. If man approached me
0: on the street for directions, I'd be like, uh, "Bye bye, <laughs> no. you're lost. No you're habla on your own."
2: Swedish, bye. <laughs> no, I'm not like English. Yeah, uh, ja, kvar tillbaka in i spenska Bye. <laughs> I körer Bye. <laughs> I'll be the <don't laughs> <sane. laughs> <laughs> Anyway, oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Oh, man. So, were these all like, her
1: own clothes? There's like clothes hanging up. Were they her? Like, I know I'm asking well, you so she, many questions, but
2: uh, well, he must have provided her clothes. I assume she lived there for eight years, but no, but she I mean, didn't. She was abducted. Grow. Yeah, she
3: was.
2: She was abducted in just the clothes she was wearing. Ah, so. that's true. Mm-hmm. She didn't pack a bag. Yeah. Okay, so Prick uh, did give Natasha some books to read, and she was given a television and a radio to pass the time. Oh, how uh, generous. Right. But at first, he only let her watch pre-taped shows and listen to foreign radio stations so that she wouldn't know that the police and her parents were looking for her, which is another More like thing. classic abductor yeah. move. Tactic. And yeah. Or he was yeah. trying to
1: teach her a new language.
2: No. Okay. No. Perhaps not. Perhaps. Although she did... Just throwing it out there. She did, like, take it upon herself to, like, really educate herself over these mm-hmm. eight years. So she read, like, voraciously. She listened to classical music. She listened to, like, news programs when she was allowed to. So she... Oh, wow. ...really did as much as she could to, like, learn... And quote unquote, like better herself uh, while sure. she was in captivity. The poor fucking. I can't baby imagine muffin. the
1: strength, the mental strength that would take to just be like, nope, I'm gonna get through this. I'm gonna make myself better. I'm gonna
2: improve. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. To not I, just I, I, I'm sure it's not always up. even a
0: conscious choice. I'm sure some of it is just how your brain reacts, and obviously a lot of it comes from your own strength. But I think some of it's automatic. It's like. This is what I'm doing to survive. I am losing myself in books. I'm losing myself in music. This is what I have to do.
1: I would just think it would be so easy to just fold in despair. Oh, for sure. In those circumstances. I don't
2: know. These cases, so these, like, I was trying to avoid doing these, like, held for long periods of time Mm -hmm. cases because they skeeve me out so much, more than Mm -hmm. anything else. These are the cases that freak me out, keep me up at night. I cannot Mm. handle it. Um, And I just feel like I would off myself immediately. I know.
1: I think I would too, to be honest. I would
2: run repeatedly into a wall until I died. Like, I Mm -hmm. would not be able to handle it at all. Mm -hmm. I just know that about myself. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. (gasps) So, um, one other super gross thing is that, uh, Natasha and Prick would get up early each morning to have breakfast together before he went to work. (laughs) That's the grossest (laughs) part about this.
0: (laughs) Grab a canola bar and get the fuck out, you asshole.
1: So maybe he saw her as like his partner though.
0: Like, yeah, she like, was
1: his. Yeah,
2: partner. they have these little,
0: like, morning routines, and that's very much like a yeah. husband and wife thing to do, and it's just gross. I, it creeps me out. I hate It's him so, so much. gross.
2: So, did I already say that she spent most of her time, like, cooking and cleaning for him? No. no. Ew.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, she, yeah. That would He's, be the only reason I would kidnap someone, though, because I really <laughs> hate to cook and clean. <laughs>
1: And not to, not to say that this is the woman's purpose, but that might have helped her, like, find some purpose and be like, well, because she wasn't locked in a room in the dark being raped
0: constantly. Like, I mean, maybe she had not find some purpose, things but to have do. a little bit of, like, yeah, a change of scenery. Yeah, at she the very had things least. to do.
1: She had goals every day. Not at all well, saying
0: like, that this is what women are made Goals isn't how i describe it. <laughs>
2: yeah. After, I mean, and he was starving her, so she would clean for him. And her
0: menial tasks.
2: Yeah, she would clean for him all day, and he must have kept the food locked away, and then only allow her to cook Uh once he was there observing her, and then he barely fed her any. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay? And would just Mm -hmm.
2: severely beat her all the time and rape her, so it was not pleasant. Not good. Okay, so escape.
0: God, he's so gross. Escape.
2: So, on August 23rd, 2006, Prick ordered that Natasha (laughs) wash his car, which he was planning to sell. And the Mm. car was parked in the driveway. Prick was watching her closely, like standing right next to her as usual whenever, you know, she was out of the house, which we'll get mm-hmm. into a little bit, but there were uh, some occasions where she was out of the house, but he was right
0: there. Right. So um, she couldn't have left.
2: Yeah. So, she's washing the car and she's like really getting detailed and like washing the interior of the car. And his phone rings, and so he steps away for a moment to answer because the vacuum is making too much noise for him to hear whoever's calling him.
1: Was it a cell phone at the time? It was like early 2000s? It was
2: 2006, and it was his cell phone. Okay. Okay, so he stepped away from the vacuum noise, but not that far away, and it was just a brief phone call. Okay, Mm -hmm. But Natasha saw that this was her opportunity to flee.
1: Oh, God bless her. After eight fucking years to just like, now's my chance. Oh my God, that's incredible.
2: Isn't that amazing? Okay, also, she had attempted to escape once before. I don't know when. Um, Mm -hmm. But unsuccessfully by trying to jump from a moving car. (gasps) Okay. Okay, and it was on... God. and it was unsuccessful and so he beat her so severely just on the reg like can you imagine what the repercussions oh. must have been after she to tried run. to escape jesus yeah. death would have I been don't preferable. Even want to think about it oh my god yeah. okay so with that in mind with like she had already tried to escape and failed okay and she's 18 mm-hmm. years old and she's been with this guy for 8 years and she sees this brief Moment where he steps away mm-hmm. to answer the phone, and she's like, "You know what? I'm going for it." Yep. What do I have to lose? Yeah. She's
1: incredible. I'm so sorry for making fun of her last name earlier. I know. She's I know.
2: fucking awesome. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. badass. So it's 1 p.m. She's in the driveway. He steps away for a second, and she just thinks on her feet. So she keeps the vac. She leaves the vacuum running.
0: Okay. So that he thinks she's still working on the car.
2: Yeah. Yep. Which like I would like to think that I would be smart enough to do that, but I don't. I know I would turn it it off. I wouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, I am not smart enough to do that. It would have been just reflex to turn that shit off. Put it away. So dumb. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Wrap the cord. You're rolling up the cord. (laughs) Yeah. I don't.
2: I just know myself like that's my brainwashing yeah
0: you're oh letting sh- him know you're taking off for a little bit yeah
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. leave a note i'm waving <sighs> i'm doing the minnesota goodbye there's tupperware involved make everywhere sure, make sure he has a grilled cheese in the fridge mm-hmm. <laughs> for later here's some here's some newspaper clippings i thought you might be interested in <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh Jesus! <laughs> it is such a
1: minnesotan thing Leaving oh, it yeah. like four
2: hours long. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. So no, she leaves the vacuum running and she just bolts down the street, mm. and oh, she Not from jump- Minnesota. Yeah, and she <laughs> jumps through some neighbors' gardens. She's like fucking oh. like parkouring it out mm. of there. Oh Okay. My How did she have the strength? I she
1: um just endorphins. Went for it. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh
0: my
2: god. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Adrenaline. This is
0: like. Yeah, adrenaline. This is how, like, moms get cars off of their children. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus.
2: So as she's running through this Austrian, well-to-do neighborhood suburb at 1 p.m., she's, right. pa- she's running past passersby, and she's telling them to call the police, and they're all just, like, too stunned to know what the fuck right. is going Troops on. So of none of singing them-
1: siblings.
2: <laughs> Later, Hosen.
1: Why are you wearing curtains? Call the police.
0: Incredible.
2: Oh my god. I'm okay, so, this. so so they're just like stunned. They don't know what to do. So finally, after like five minutes of just running, uh, manic, you know, whatever, she picks just a random house and knocks on the door. And thank God, someone is home. Right, and it's an a it century
0: link. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't a bunch of Mormons <laughs> that they were ignoring, <laughs> knocking at the door. They actually answered. Bless them. If I just want to say this right now, if someone in distress comes to my door, I'm not gonna open the door. And you kind of shouldn't. I never answer my doorbell unless I am expecting food and I'm (laughs) tracking your arrival on an app. I am not answering my door. <laughs> Ever. I have laid down on my couch so, in the event that someone knocking wanted to peek in my front window so they couldn't see me so I could easily get away with not answering my door. Oh my God.
1: This Literally. is how
0: much I'm not going to help you. One yeah. of
1: my best friends lives two blocks away. She's from a small town. She goes on walks Often, so she regularly just drops by and knocks on the door. And every time, I, I like army crawl to the window <laughs> to like Hate he it. can see who the <laughs> fuck is knocking on my door. It's 2017. Call it's me. It's unacceptable. Yeah, if I'm not
0: expecting me. you, I will not answer the door. Oh my You're god! Right. Oh my
2: god! One time, some rando and I live in a gated complex because this is Johannesburg, South Africa. Mm-hmm. So. This random guy like knocked on our door and Zach wasn't home. Nah. And I'm like looking through the peephole and he's like knocking, knocking, knocking. And I finally like peek my head out, which I shouldn't have even done. And he's like, Hi, I live in unit blah, blah, blah. Do you want some dog food?
0: No. It's was like, human well, meat. No, I don't. It was <laughs> human meat. It
2: was long pig. It was long pig. He oh was god, trying was to long destroy long the evidence. Lover
0: 69. Oh my god. Yeah. That would be a great
1: sure. way to destroy the evidence, though.
2: Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, no. He was like, oh, I know oh, you man. have a dog, and so I have this extra dog food. And I was like,
0: Oh, I've hmm. been watching you. I know you have a dog. Here's the dog yeah. food. Ick. Here's the brand. Oh my god, Ick. No. Isn't
2: that so weird? Never I happened since. That was That's like a no for me to go.
3: <laughs> Hard pass.
2: All right. Okay, okay. So uh, so she runs. She knocks on the door. An elderly woman answers the door. The woman's name is Inga, which is my great-grandmother's name. Ooh, Ingeborg. Inga, of What up?
3: What up? Inga Borg.
2: <laughs> um, Inga figures out what's going on pretty quickly, calls the police, and they come, and they positively identify Natasha.
0: Wow. So, so yep. she escapes successfully.
2: Yes. Yep. Did yep. he come wow. like running after her
0: or what did he do? N- no. Prick. So the moment Prick
2: realizes that Natasha has escaped, he doesn't try to f- find her because he knows she's just gone and could have gone to any neighbor. <sighs> right. So he knows right. he knows automatically the jig is up. My stomach um, is turning
1: right now. It's not just yeah. mm-hmm. because of the rosé. This is a horrifying <laughs> story.
2: Yeah. So um, he knows immediately the jig is up. He knows police would be after him quickly because she, perfect, she knows perfectly well where he lives and his identity right. and right. his car and his job and everything. Um, so rather than be captured alive... Because, like, there's nothing worse than being captured alive, you fucking prick. You held a child captive for almost a decade.
0: He didn't. Uh,
2: He fucking killed himself by jumping in front of a suburban commuter train. He, what, jumped in front of a train? Yep, that same day. What
1: a fucking coward. He died really
0: painfully.
1: Yep. Really fast.
0: Yep. (sighs) I Hopefully mean, it dragged him a while. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like really uh. hurt. Yeah. Doesn't that Don't get me wrong, suck. I hate his guts, but mm-hmm. I like to imagine he had a slow, painful death being dragged many, many meters by a train. Mm-hmm. I like that you transitioned
1: to meters because we're in Austria.
0: We're in Austria. (laughs) Yes.
1: When in Rome, use meters. She's culturally sensitive. Uh, Okay. So when a a fast-moving train hits a human anus,
0: (laughs) what kind of damage is done? If one anus is leaving Johannesburg at 300 (laughs) miles per hour... (laughs) while another is traveling toward Johannesburg at 2,500 miles per hour. When will the two anuses collide if they both left the station at 3 p.m. Central Standard time?
2: There was fecal matter
0: everywhere. Everywhere. Although I
2: would have had way more chances of, like, answering those SAT questions correctly if they had thrown in some morbid words like <laughs> anus. anus. I probably would have been like, oh, okay. Child Ab- Ab- out. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: I would have actually tried. Okay. Actually
0: cared. Oh, so, God.
2: So you might think that because she tried to escape once unsuccessfully and then once successfully that she... Wouldn't be a topic for Stockholm syndrome, but Mm -hmm. um, oh, I forgot about the topic. (laughs) (laughs) But there are some signs uh, from things that she said and from some of the events that I'm going to go over that she was probably suffering from Stockholm syndrome, Um, even though she herself does not use that term to describe their relationship. She says it's uh,
3: sure.
2: She says it's it was a complicated relationship. That she had with her captor and a complicated psychological state that she was in. And so she mm-hmm. thinks that Stockholm Syndrome is an oversimplification.
1: That's okay. fair.
2: That's totally okay. fair. Yeah. So uh, after being told of Prick's death, so it was, and I think she was told pretty quickly because it happened the same goddamn day that she was freed. I'm um, shocked
1: that he, weren't, he wasn't caught before. I mean, like, I don't know how far apart it was, but, like, within the same day, yeah, no shit. It should have been within the same day. The cops should have yeah, been at I his mean. house in 45 minutes at the most. Well, mm. yeah, well,
2: he got the fuck out of there. Jesus fuck. Okay. I mean, he, like, straight up just...
0: Oh, well, yeah, he stepped away for a moment, realizes she's gone, puts two and two together, and just fucks Gets off. Gets away, but ugh. that's what happened. Yeah. Ugh. He probably started running toward the train before the cops were even called from the neighbor's house. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Yeah. yeah, it's just gross. Ugh.
2: Okay, so after being told of his death, she reportedly cried inconsolably mm. and then insisted on going to the morgue to light a candle for him. Oh. oh, yeah. Woo, girl. You can light yeah. candles at morgues? That's not really a typical thing. I think they were giving her some leeway. There's a lot well, of... We in, don't know how morgues are There's a lot of, of flammable in chemicals in a morgue, let me tell you. <laughs> it's also <laughs>
0: possible that we're getting, like, morgue and funeral home lost in translation from whatever article this is pulled from.
2: Oh, it could be. It could be. It could be a it's translation possible. error. Yeah. hmm Um, Okay, she also spoke of having sympathy for him, that he was a tortured soul. Oh, Um, fuck that. And you guys are going to die when you hear this. Okay. She carried a photo of him in her wallet for years (gasps) after her escape.
0: Of an anus? Are you sure nobody snuck an anus in her wallet? She just (laughs) didn't know it.
2: (laughs) Did she have one of those trendy anus wallets?
1: (laughs) It was an ash for like anal bleaching that someone just cut up and snuck in there.
0: Someone gave her a coupon for anal bleaching (laughs) and she just got it confused. A coupon. A (laughs) poopon.
2: Oh my god! Isn't that well? That ain't right. So that's so fucking fucked up, though. That is, like, Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Okay. That's she a She also inherited his house, which I guess was some form wow. of compensation. Because it was some form of compensation because, I mean, he was dead, and so the state seized his assets because oh. he's a fucking monster. So
3: why is God even would they want to send... He did not
0: bequeath it to her as far as I know. Okay. But, like, isn't it a little fucked up on the side of the state to be like, here, you can have the place where you were held against your will for a decade. Yeah, I know. Enjoy it. The state
2: state should have, in my opinion, the state should have
0: sold it at auction and given her the proceeds. Yeah, like, liquidate the asset, give her the money. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Period. Don't leave it on her to make fucking decisions. Right. Unless, unless the they were fuck. considering that, like, partly her home, no. which would have been uh-uh. fucked
2: up, but not They didn't want not to not deal true. with it.
0: They didn't want well, to deal with it.
2: she kind of considered it partly her home because she still owns it. <gasps> and she's, and I, I can't remember what year this was from, but she has considered moving into it. No. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah,
1: this story fully illustrates the scope of Stockholm Syndrome, honestly. It's not just brainwashing. It's not temporary. It's a full-on emotional connection. And there's like, I mean, I wouldn't say love necessarily, but Mm -hmm. the dependency and the just close proximity that can't yeah. fuck with you it's not
2: logical it's not she spent she spent every day of her formative years with only one person this man of course yeah
1: so of course she you have know attachment I mean like of course yeah. it would be complicated yeah yeah so so, so we're we're gasping at it but mm-hmm. I it, 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 I get uh, it. I I can't make sense of it. I can't wrap my own mind around it, but yeah, I but recognize yeah. that I can't wrap my mind around it. Like yeah, it's not. but it's
2: totally legit. I totally believe it. It's just so fucking insane. Fuck, but so that is but so disturbing. It's, crazy. so are other psychological conditions like schizophrenia. You know, like it's sure. all it's the mind is crazy. Oh so my god. She did have the basement filled in. So it's not like the basement is in the same condition it was in before.
0: Sure, she it's, probably poured it with concrete or whatever.
2: Exactly, yeah. So the basement is gone. So now it's just a home that she
1: is, she recognizes and she's spent lots of time in there. Like, on some level, yeah. I'm sure she feels like it's her home.
0: Yeah. Anything for a free house. Well, well
1: for
2: sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so she's also said... Um, she's talked about like different upsides to her being to her spending her childhood in captivity so she said once quote I spared myself many things I did not start smoking or drinking and I didn't hang out in bad company
0: okay
2: you can avoid those
0: things anyway with a normal childhood she's finding
2: whatever silver lining she can find
1: and that's okay Yep.
2: yep yep Yeah, yep.
1: guess. She wow. also
2: was like, I had time to teach myself skills. I learned to knit.
0: Oh, my God. Silver yeah. Linings, God. people,
1: I know, I want to rage just as bad, but honestly, yeah. if you've had your entire adolescence stolen from you, and not yeah. to mention your virginity, your agency, all of that, yeah. I mean, you tell yourself yeah. what you can. Of course she's going to look for... God bless her for looking for the positive sides on this. I know. Like, talk
2: about being a fucking optimist. Like, I admire it. I also fucking fucking hate it.
1: She's a beast though. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, and Mm -hmm. I keep going back to this moment where she must have been cleaning out that car and seen an instant and been like, Mm -hmm. I'm out of here. I would I I guarantee you I would not have recognized that if I were in the same situation. Not that I can even imagine the same situation, but I know. mm Yeah, there's no it, way. There's just no a, way.
2: A split second, I'm out of here. I'm gone. Or like, yeah, like any hesitation, and she wouldn't have been able to run. Any you know?
1: hesitation.
2: All right, so very last things. Um, there were a few instances, like I mentioned before, where Natasha was allowed to be out in public with Prick, uh, <laughs> especially throughout the like very last years of her captivity. So, he probably thought that she was, like, conditioned enough that it was safe to, like, let her out under his supervision. Um, So, sometimes she was let in the garden alone. Oh. Um, Sometimes, uh, one time she went with Prick to borrow a trailer from one of his colleagues.
0: I I don't know. I wonder how he explained her away. Yeah, Yeah, really. I don't.
2: I don't know for sure, but he might have just said his friend, or he could have said his niece, his niece or something. Oh well, and
0: fuck him—he killed himself, so we don't get the answers to these questions.
2: Yeah, for I sure. yeah. I also couldn't go too much further into the story because it was already getting long. So, so she went to with him to borrow a trailer from one of his work colleagues, and according to the colleague, he said, you know, I didn't know her very well, but she seemed relaxed, she seemed happy, she seemed chilled right. out. You know, normal. He Not had no captive. reason to believe she
0: was in any like danger. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 It no red flags at all for him. Wow. Um and then most sensationally, so the press kind of had a field day with this for a while because they also didn't take the time to really understand Stockholm syndrome. So mm-hmm. uh she and Prick went skiing once at a nearby resort for a few hours. Oh so my they didn't God. spend the that- So they didn't spend the night, but it was like, you know, they went for a few hours and went skiing.
0: They had a romantic
2: afternoon. Yeah. And um, (laughs) Natasha, after she was, after she escaped, she initially denied having gone on that ski trip to authorities um, mm. oh. but then because she, you know, she, I think she was embarrassed or she, well, and it's you like know, she
0: knew even then that the fucking patriarchy would be like, well, yeah. why didn't you leave? This is yeah. your fault. Then. It doesn't right.
1: line
2: up with a standard narrative of like a captive mm. captor. Mm. Right. Right. So then she eventually quote admitted to it cause fucking victim blaming fucking patriarchy. God damn um, it. But she insisted that, you know, he was watching her the whole time and she wouldn't have been able to escape. And he, he told her things throughout the years that she was held captive, like he had a gun on him at all times and that oh, if she yeah. tried and that if she tried to escape he would not only kill her, but he would kill every onlooker. Wow. <gasps> Ew. And it and it would be her fault that all the die. Yeah, these other so she felt responsible
0: for like hundreds of lives at this yeah.
2: point. Yeah. Well, he had a handgun on him, but yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But also, and, if you're taking at several
2: ten
1: years lives. old, you're I'm taking good. at ten years old, like your rationale is out the window,
2: Yeah. Right. And when she was home alone in the house while he was at work, um, he told her that the windows and doors were booby trapped with explosives.
0: Oh my lord!
2: Um, yeah. So yeah, so she was just so fucked. Okay, and so then, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's wow. sorry, fizzled out there at the end. But yeah, that's <laughs> so. Wait, is Natasha. she still?
1: She's still living in Austria. Like she's still. Yeah, she still the, lives she's an adult. She lives in the house.
2: I cannot confirm that she lives in the house. She owns, owns the it. house. She pays the utilities on the house. She um, has considered moving into the house. I don't know if she has moved into the house, but she lives in Vienna. She has written a book. um, uh, It's called like 3096 something. So the number of days that she was held captive. Mm -hmm. Um, There have been movies made about her, everything. And she gives a lot of interviews and stuff. Um, Yeah. Dang. That was a good one.
0: Thanks. Real good.
2: Yeah. I didn't know about this one, so it was fun to do one that I hadn't heard of. Yeah.
0: Shit is cray. Yeah. Okay, so that story is challenging to follow up, but I think this will stand up to it for mm-hmm. other fucked up reasons. hmm And Thanks I've so put a lot of photos on the drive, so get ready. <laughs> so this is the story of Colleen Stan... She was kidnapped Uh in 1977 while hitchhiking, again with the fucking hitchhiking. I
2: know this story. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. She was hitchhiking
0: to a friend's party near Red Bluff, California. Colleen was 20 years old at the time. The folks who picked her up and offered her a ride. We're a married couple. They seem totally normal. They even had a young child in the back of the car. Oh, my
2: God. Every single hair on my entire body is standing up right now. I know. It Ugh. gets Ugh. so
0: much worse. <gasps> uh. So Colleen felt safe and comfortable getting into their vehicle. Uh. A few minutes into their drive, the husband, Cameron Hooker. This is the Hooker family. Mm-hmm. Obviously. It's okay to laugh. <laughs> we have to to cope. <laughs> uh, so Cameron coping. Hooker puts a knife to Colleen's throat and drives to a deserted area where he then rapes and tortures her while his wife and child are hanging out in the car. Ugh. He devised a plan to turn Colleen into his own personal sex slave with the help of his wife, Jan Hooker. So, um, like, problems on. in your marriage? Kidnap a slave. The first... Thing that jumps out at me
1: is this cannot be the first time they've done this. This is
0: really fucked up already. It and likely is literally Thirty seconds into the story, it likely is not it's the first time they've good done point, this. Yeah, and we will touch on that at the end of the story. But there is no evidence or body to corroborate that they had done this before. Oh my god. Um, they bring Colleen back to their home in. And Cameron built a coffin-sized box for Colleen. Oh, my God. Ah! This is where we're going to want to go to the drive, if you're brave enough. Yeah. I'm doing it. Yep. I'm doing it. Colleen's head was locked in an additional box, so think, like, Russian nesting dolls. She was gagged, and her head was strapped down with a homemade restraining device.
2: I can't. I cannot. Um, I cannot. All of
0: these items are in the drive.
1: Okay, so there's a picture of a box within a box that yep. is coffin-sized. Yes. And then so, there's a third
0: box that has her fucking head in it. Correct. So the large oh box... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They, we'll get to this later, but the large box was in like a compartment under their bed so it could it was almost big as big as their bed frame she okay. was in a smaller confined box within it and then also like strapped down and with the head restraining device and gagged and then the head box was over her head as well
1: oh, i cannot my i cannot fucking
0: yeah. Christ
1: <clears throat> this is it's not i don't fucked. think i i don't know if i'll be able to get through this
0: you can get through this because I got through it, so you can do I
2: it. I don't know. He <laughs>
0: locked her in this box for 20 plus hours a day, off and on, for seven years.
2: This, 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 this is where this is where it's like not fair that you that you can't just tell your body to die.
0: I know. Yes. This you know? is this is like a story of like yours before, one of the most resilient women in the history of mankind. She could not commit suicide. No, she couldn't. She couldn't even reach her own head.
2: I can't. I can't. So she couldn't wipe her nose.
0: No. She couldn't do anything. Oh my god. She was released from the box for a period of time in nineteen seventy eight after agreeing to sign a contract making her the family's slave for life. So at least he like covered the paperwork
2: sure whatever i'll sign whatever you want get me the right
0: make sure you get a witness you
1: son of a bitch
2: yeah During get a notary get a notary public make sure okay. they go over the details the of this contract
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: what was the question or what was the purpose of
1: the the bot the outermost box i yeah, was the just saying this
0: box is the bed frame it's likely part of the bed frame because the box oh. was, like, built in under her bed. Bear with oh me, and God. these questions okay. will be answered. I'm answer. sorry. I'm so disgusted. So, during okay. the several years that she was in the box, they really only opened it for, like, three reasons. To empty her bedpan, which she would, like, kick under herself with her foot to go in, to feed her scraps, and to torture her. And again, bodily functions were dealt with by her using a bedpan, which she hooked under herself with her feet. She was reportedly not allowed to make any noise and had to lie still for 23 hours at a time in the dark with very little air to breathe because she's in three fucking boxes. And this would also be the case in the summer when conditions were especially (gasps) harsh on her. Temperatures would swelter to over 100 degrees in the box.
2: How did she survive?
0: I don't know. Where would her mind go? I don't know.
2: Yeah.
0: They referred to her as K, like the letter K, even though her name started with a C, so what the fuck, and also we call Kenyon K all the time. Don't say
2: that, this is actually my worst nightmare. So now I wonder if we should stop
0: doing that, maybe, but I'll probably Please don't call
2: her K, please don't call her
0: K. I won't be, I refer to her as Colleen through the entire story. I just thought that was a notable anecdote. Colleen with a K? No, Colleen with a C, but they called her K. For no no reason? Okay. I I have no idea. There's no explanation of it. Oh my god. They also referred to her as a piece of furniture, and when she wasn't in the box under the bed, there were times when she was in the box just in a room, and basically treated her like she was a fucking coffee table, like just while she was in this coffin box.
1: So she was always in at least the second coffin box with an additional box over her head
0: inside the coffin box? Most of the time, yes, but no, not always. She was allowed out of the box in nineteen seventy eight, like I already mentioned, because she signed that contract. Five years, but until then, and then some shit goes down, and then some shit goes down, and she ends up back in the box.
2: Keep five years, five years. Keep with me. Think, think about what you were doing five years ago.
0: I can't. I have no idea. Two thousand. I wasn't in a box though.
2: I was in grad school. Jesus Mm. Christ. I was
1: working so with three jobs. jobs. I was Cameron, working three jobs.
0: <laughs> Cameron forced Colleen to call him master. She was not allowed to speak without permission. He reportedly wanted Colleen to be like the female character in the 1954 French erotic novel Story of O, which is probably why he called her K, and continued throughout her time with this family, raping her, which consisted primarily of oral rape because Cameron didn't want to have vaginal vaginal sex with Colleen because he considered that to be a breach in his agreement with his wife, Jan.
2: Oh, so okay. Instead, Wouldn't want to break any social
0: her, rules no. So marital in, Instead, he raped her vaginally and anally with, quote, implements because that's not cheating, so oh, it was fine.
1: my Fucking God, this is Yeah, this is, like, one of the most
0: fucking patriarchy stories of all time.
2: This is, this, this is objectively the worst true crime story
0: ever. Ever. I think it is. I I would agree. It was painful to research. So, sometime later, this is, but still in 1978, the Hooker family moves to a mobile home in Red Bluff with Colleen, which, like, ironically is the place she was trying to get to for this party, Years ago, anyway, which is so sad. Oh God. She was kept in her wooden box, hidden under the couple's water bed. Which, as if these people couldn't get any grosser, they have a water bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Never this...
1: trust someone with a water bed. Oh, this no. is the second crime involving a fucking waterbed, bed. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. to, just to point that out.
0: And yeah. this same year, so 1978, wife Jan. Gave birth to a second child on the waterbed above Colleen while she was locked beneath the bed. Yeah.
2: So. I can't even handle this case.
0: Cameron would use several scare tactics along with her physical imprisonment to fuck with her. So he said he worked for an organization called, quote, The Company. So this is also the least creative pe- person on the planet. Yeah. yeah. And said that the company was made up of dangerous people who would hurt her if she disobeyed him. And this was, like, this huge web that he wove that just terrified her. She testified in court later that, like, above the rape and the torture, the threats of the company following her, seeing her all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, fucking attacking her Mm -hmm. was one of the scariest things in her mind. So, so I
2: know, I know that her brain at this point is not functioning remotely normally mm-hmm. because of this horrific torture, but you can't help but have your reaction be like,
0: fucking bring it on. Nothing could be worse than this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I think it's just anything to survive at this point. She's 20. Right. Yeah. She doesn't know what to do. Yeah. It's so hard to tell how you would respond in these scenarios because so much of it is out of your control. Right. Um, yeah, no, I'm
2: not. I'm not judging her response. No, no, for no, being, no. I know. For believing I'm just and being fearful of him, I'm just. I'm just thinking like, in my current position where I am, having nothing to do with this, mm. I feel like my couldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, I got.
0: I'm it. not strong enough. So, to avoid painful punishments, Colleen would comply with everything Cameron said and did, which later led to her being allowed to go out to jog, work in the yard, care for the family's children in the mobile home, and even with an open door, neighbors, and a telephone, she made no attempt to escape So because the fear of the company kept her from seeking help. So where did they live? They lived in a mobile home, is that what she said? They lived in a mobile home in California, in, like, a small town in California. Oh, God. So to make matters creepier, Jan and Cameron doted on their young children and used this extreme contrast and treatment to manipulate Colleen. So, like, the children were absolutely the apple of their eye. They were spoiled. They were given everything they wanted. They were treated so well. And then Colleen is, like, this Sad, like gimp nanny that they just fucking torture <laughs> and keep around the house. Like it's so yeah. fucked up. Were it's they like similar? Fucking age? Game of Thrones shit. No, Colleen is twenty, and they their child was like two in the backseat oh, when okay. she was abducted. Okay, and then a couple of years later, Jan had an infant child literally on the bed above where Colleen was. That is trapped wh- in a box. Horrifying. Oh my so God. these kids are really young, but they like they are aware of Colleen's presence in their home. Yeah. Um, one of the most fucked up things Cameron did to Colleen was he handed her a gun and told her to put it in her mouth and pull the trigger. She complied but was unharmed because the gun didn't have any bullets in it and he told her it was a test of her loyalty.
1: Ew, what a oh son of a bitch. It's psychotic. Oh my God.
0: So here's uh. where the Stockholm syndrome really like comes into play. So in nineteen eighty one she's been with them for over four years at this point. Mm-hmm. Cameron brings Colleen home to visit her family. So he brings what? Colleen back to her home. Okay? What? Now, remember, when she was abducted, she was 20. She's got her own life. She's not living at home.
3: Mm-hmm. Her family
0: thought she is, like, either... Either has decided, for some reason, to well, cut ties with like him. Well, was she, like,
2: kind of a hippie and, like... She was kind of a hippie. And,
0: yes, and they... Their main thought was that the, that she had joined a cult. Mm-hmm. And when they saw her, they were like, oh, yeah, she's definitely in a cult. She's with this guy. She has homemade clothes. She has no money. Um, oh. She hasn't communicated with us in years. And again, she was abducted in the late 70s, so, like, the cult thing was legit. Big. Like, a yeah. lot of communes. Well, the
1: alternative lifestyle.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So oh, my God. they didn't want to, like pressure her into getting answers out of her because they were just so happy she was home and they were worried that if they push the issue she's gonna leave and never come back so had they ever contacted police to let them know that she was missing no i don't think they ever did because they just they assumed that she had just kind of done her wanderlust thing i mean she's fucking hitchhiking to a party like i don't think it was unrealistic for her to just have kind of taken off and maybe not checked in for a while Wow. As far as I saw, they, there wasn't, like, a missing person's case ongoing for her. She was already an adult by the time she had been kidnapped. Yeah. Wow. So, as we okay. know from other episodes we've done, even if they had wanted to report her missing, there are a lot of challenges to doing that with someone over 18. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. to continue the fucked upness of it, the next day, Colin returns with Cameron claiming that he was her boyfriend. And at trial, Colleen said that while she was there, she was just super happy. She's visiting her family. She even lets her family take a photograph of the pair happily smiling <gasps> together like a couple. That's that photo? It's on the drive. Is it on the drive? You
2: guys, you guys this so will be on the
0: she's, He's wearing like the creepy <gasps> Ted Bundy like fucking killer glasses and she's hugging him. She's like hugging,
1: hugging him? Like they, full look, they look like, like
0: they're together. They have the biggest smiles on their face. Yeah, she's like if you had shown me that picture. If you would, I mean, this literally looks like any pictures in the seventies of my parents. Like if you had just shown me this picture, I never would have thought.
2: Yeah, they both
0: look fully ecstatic about each other. Yeah, Yeah. and things escalate after this visit because Cameron fears that he had given quote his slave too much freedom. Takes her back to his mobile home, locks her back in the wooden box under the waterbed, and she remains in the box for 23 hours a day for the next three years.
2: I cannot. So to appease the children
0: that are in the house, Mm -hmm. Cameron just tells the kids that Colleen went home. Yeah. And she's just locked in the box all day. And then at night, after the kids have gone to bed, he'll take her out of the box basically for an hour or two to feed her and also torture her. So Rake the kids her. didn't even know that Colleen was in the house anymore. Cause she's gagged and bound all day. Oh
1: my God. Oh my God. So this survive? goes on,
0: this, this goes is... on for a couple more years, but then in 1983, Cameron's like, okay, I'm going to reintroduce Colleen to the children and the neighbors and allow her to get a job at a local motel. She's like allowed to come back out of her captivity. She was Cameron, a good girl. Cameron wanted Colleen to become his second wife, which is likely why he let her out of the box and brought her back into the family. Okay?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
0: this pissed off Jan, who is still around all this time, his actual wife. Yeah, the mother of who, his children. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who claimed in court that she was also a survivor of abuse from Cameron, which I kind of don't doubt, but also. Oh, I, was, would, sure. I would buy that. I still. I, sure I buy, buy it, that. but I still. I don't know. It's hard for me not to put some responsibility on her because she was yeah. an accomplice. So I'm very and conflicted about Jam.
2: If Patty Hearst is serving, you know, however many years yeah, in seven. jail, seven yep. years in jail, yeah, then this chick can serve time in jail. It's mm-hmm. like, and we'll what's get her to name? that. Carla Hamulka or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's a line, and you've crossed it.
0: Yeah, I mean, fucking Gypsy Rose Blanchard is still had to do set ten years for. basically killing her mother to escape. Like, we get it, but you Mm -hmm. still committed a major crime. Crime, yep. Yeah. So she claimed in court, again, that she's also a survivor of abuse, and that in order to, like, survive and continue on, um, she just was in total denial of the situation, and there was major, like, compartmentalization of the situation at home. So that's kind of what she said in, in court. Yeah. In by 1984, Jan's conscience, or in my opinion, straight up jealousy of Colleen, starts to kind of seep in. She tells Colleen that Cameron is not part of the company, but does maintain that the company exists. So I wonder there, like, is she in on it or does she also believe in the company? Like, I don't I didn't get an answer to that.
2: It's all so fucking crazy it who is. knows it's what these people nuts, believe. Yeah.
0: But regardless, this revelation wakes up Colleen who goes to a bus station, because again, she can come, she can kind of come and go as she pleases because Cameron wants her to be his fucking wife.
3: Mm-hmm. So she
0: goes to a bus station calls cameron himself to tell him that she's leaving him like an angry wife oh my god he apparently reacts by bursting into tears while colleen grabs a bus home doesn't contact police but goes home and instead she continues calling and checking in with cameron regularly for months after she goes home the fuck does her family do they, I mean, I'm sure she didn't tell them right away. They just assumed, like, oh, she left she's this call like, she's back. Oh, I'm Everything's home cool. now. Yeah. Oh,
3: Eventually, Jan, the wife,
0: calls police, but not to report the kidnapping of Colleen, but of a different victim who had disappeared in 1976. She claimed. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, my God. She claimed that Cameron had kidnapped, tortured, and murdered a young woman, but authorities were unable to locate her remains, even though there was a missing persons report. They couldn't locate her remains and no murder charge was ever brought due to lack of evidence. But mm-hmm. this blew the lid off of what had gone down with Colleen and Cameron was arrested and brought to trial in 1985. So this has gone on for like 10 years oh before he's apprehended. My
2: God. Janice this testified against. This is the ultimate against, nightmare. This is the ultimate, ultimate nightmare. nightmare.
0: This it's might source. be the,
1: this is the worst case we've covered so far. Oh, easily. The worst without worst Mm. This might be the worst case. I hope this is the worst case we ever cover. Oh, mm. my God. I hope so,
0: too. But it's pretty fucking fascinating. Oh, it's fascinating, but, but it's horrifying. Oh, it's fucking horrific. Oh. Uh-huh. So, Janice testified against her husband in exchange for full immunity. So, Janice never saw a day in jail.
2: Ah! Oh!
1: Yep. Wow. Uh, she was a victim, too. I mean, back to this. She, she was. was. a victim, she too. Was.
0: But... But she should have served time. I'm sorry. I just... Oh. I'll never... I'll never mm-hmm. be able to reconcile that.
1: I would trade her testimony for her mm-hmm. jail time, though, honestly. But well.
0: Cameron, Cameron was tried and sentenced to consecutive terms for sexual assault, kidnapping, um, use of a knife, like you know, just threats, false blah, blah, imprisonment, blah blah blah. Yep, and he was sentenced to a total of one hundred four years in prison. Okay. He tell me, he's so still in prison. He is still in prison. He was originally not eligible for parole until 2023, but at his hearing date, moved up to uh, to 2015. No. no, it was moved up by Shh. California's quote elderly parole program.
2: Fuck but him! I don't give a fuck. No, but he's still in jail though.
0: It I was know, denied. But still. It was denied. I know, but it was denied, and he will have another hearing in 2022.
2: No,
1: no. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, he no. could easily be Mm-mm. dead by then. Let's you just hope that s- you gotta be some kind of fucked up to devise oh, yeah. a box within a box with
0: I a mean, woman's head for twenty-three are,
1: hours a
0: day. I mean, there are pictures of the for the head box years, which is the most disturbing thing in my opinion. Like, go it's to
1: the goddamn blog. like it's
0: fucking I, crazy.
1: I don't think that this story has full weight until Until you see
0: see it. I know it sucks Mm -hmm. and it's fucked up but like until Until you you see the space that she was confined in, you you don't understand.
2: I've been silent for a lot of this story because I've just been staring at the boxes. I know. I've been staring at the boxes this entire time. It's horrific.
0: But there was a little bit of a a happy ending for Colleen. She got out. She went home. She went back to college. She got an accounting degree. She got married. She had a child. Um, So she has a daughter. She's in, you know, she's in a happy marriage. Um, She also became an advocate for abused women. She joined, like, several organizations and used her story to help find a way to get other women to escape. Because, like we talked about before... Stockholm syndrome is certainly part of domestic abuse in the home, even if you're not yeah. mm-hmm. tied it's up. The same.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, totally.
0: And both she and Janice apparently changed their last name so that they weren't, like, easy to find because this was so all over the news. Yeah. Um, but they do both continue to live in California, but don't communicate with each other because, like, why would you?
1: Oh, my God. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. So that's Well, the story well actually, what of we Colleen's say, like, dad. why would you communicate with each other? Going back mm-hmm. to Kenyon's story, like that—that that girl held a photo of the anus in her wallet forever. Yeah. <laughs> like,
3: you know, <laughs> yeah, but she wasn't their, like their
1: G-chatting formed, with the wife. that That is that part helped. of Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think
0: it seemed like is it was different more... than a phone call.
2: It is. Yeah, I, you're it's, right. It
0: feels like it was more of a connection between. Cameron and Colleen than it ever was between Jan and Colleen. I would Jan also, was still raising would, two kids and also an abused wife in this yeah. one.
1: I would consider Jan a victim of Stockholm as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Oh
1: yeah. my god.
0: Agreed. Fucked up, you guys. Fuck. I know.
1: Fucked
2: up. I fucked know. up. The most fucked up. Like we need to do I don't know how we can find a, a light topic next week. But can like, we sage the, this
1: episode? Is it possible yes. like sage a well, podcast right. episode? Cause ugh.
2: Next next to me, I have a pack of gluten-free feta and oregano crackers. So I'm gonna take that and some sage. I'm saging sage. I'm so hungry like, I need
0: long pick right now. I'm gonna
2: need
1: a <laughs> big glass of rose. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm yeah. gonna sage this episode.
2: So yeah. sorry everyone. It's real hard to, to pick back up. With joy and and happiness and gratitude to get to Murth, special things. Mirth, mirth,
1: mirth, mirth.
2: That's I how like I get it. I'm done. We're just
1: gonna chant every morning. We every got morning this. I chant mirth in the mirror.
0: If I could survive IKEA at rush hour, we can do special Correction, things. If
1: Dan can Murth. survive building your fucking bed by tomorrow afternoon, you're gonna march into He'll the room like, saying mirth, mirth, mirth. <laughs> Is it done yet? Oh, God.
2: Were you oh, my God. Okay, Are you missing a nut? Are you missing
1: a nut, Dan? Mm. <laughs> okay. okay, Lucy. Good has God! Feel pent up cool. feeling yeah. no.
0: It's I was about not gonna IKEA go
1: furniture. I'm always missing uh-huh. a single nut. Sons of bitches! Oh yeah. sure.
2: Fucking Swedes. No, okay. okay, so, uh, special thanks this week. Uh, first, we just want to say that June is, uh, LGBTQIA Pride Month. Woo! <laughs> Best month of the year! So, uh, no matter your sex or gender or orientation, mm-hmm. um, or sexual identity, you Et should- cetera. Take part, stand side by side, uh, everyone, march in solidarity, let mm-hmm. your voice be heard, donate mm-hmm. to progressive causes, mm-hmm. be visible, um, be friendly, be
1: loving,
2: be there, yep, yep. Love, love is love, other. give to and, the Trevor
3: Project,
2: yeah, forever, <laughs> and this is kind of a, a time of need, and so, um, you gotta stand by your, your values and your principles, mm-hmm. okay, um, a special thanks this week to Shelby Leafers, who we Quang. went to high school with, Shelby, and she's Shelby. The, Shelby, she, Shelby mirth, loves mirth, horses. berth. she <laughs> loves <laughs> horses so she's much. She's the sweetest. She's actually so sweet and so generous, and she donated fifty dollars uh, via our online store. So, thank you, if Shelby. You, Thank you, Shelby. If you uh, don't want to donate monthly, if you're not willing to do, like, a commitment thing, if you're not into that. Which is you which can I totally get. Hashtag proposed
0: Dan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, then there is an option to donate once off um, via our online store. So mm-hmm. check that out. Thank you, Shelby. Um, I miss you. I love you. Thank you, you Shelby. <laughs> and then also... Uh, Victoria Orlick also did mm. the same thing via our wow. online store. So big Thank shout you, out Victoria. to both of you.
0: Thank you so much, and both of you. Wow,
2: seriously, amazing. such such generosity, like amazing. Serious. And then we also have some new Patreon peeps. <gasps> so we have yes. um, Matt Cantwell.
0: Yeah, love oh, you. Thank from you from Melbourne. Very. Melbourne. Good Very day, active in the closed Facebook group Wine and Crime Happy Hour. So if you want to get to know this cool dude, you should join. Yeah, it. yeah, Do it. exactly.
2: Uh, also, Stephanie Hanks.
0: Related to Tom Stephanie. Hanks.
2: <laughs> yeah, Tom and, and Colin.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Janelle Morris. Yeah. Janelle. Out. Woohoo!
0: You go, and
2: and Sean Christensen. Thank you Ooh. so much oh, for Shawn. all your support. You guys My are amazing. Name. You guys are amazing, and it's actually thanks to all your support that we're able to get Amanda a new computer soon, um, mm-hmm. buy all the like merch that uh, we want to sell, mm-hmm. so like the Packing T-shirts material. and the wine glasses, and yeah, the shipping Bubble and all mailers. that stuff.
0: A lot so you goes guys into this. Make shit this possible. And you're making it happen. So mm-hmm. thank you yeah. so much. It yep. might not be immediate, but it's happening. It's coming. <laughs> it's a process. It's coming.
2: We promise Hopefully, it's
0: happening. By the
2: time this episode airs, people will be getting their merch. Don't it's possible. Or it'll at promises. least be an all-root. Yeah. All route. yeah <laughs> alright We're trying, guys. Thank We're, you so much. We love you. We love, we love you. you. Thank you. Thank See you next
1: week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime, our cover artist by Kali Yip, Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Sound mixing by Dan Larson. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. Pod. If you have wine recommendations or creepy true crime stories to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. All Wine and Crime episodes are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play, plus a number of other podcasting apps. If we're not on your preferred app yet, let us know and we'll work to make sure you get your Wine and Crime fix ASAP. Most importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. It really is the best way to spread the word. Support for Wine and Crime comes from us. At the moment, we're footing most of the bill, but we ain't too proud to beg, so we're also on Patreon. If you'd like to support us and get a shout-out on air... Visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing.